Ken Show with Ken Kidney. Good morning, good evening, good night, and welcome to the weekend show first anniversary celebration extravaganza hour and a bit. If you've been with us on our podcasting journey for the last year, you'll be safe in the knowledge that I am joined, as always, by my tenured co-host, Garrett. Hi, hi, Garrett. You said hi before I said hi. You're supposed to wait for your cue. I'm sorry. You didn't write to say hi, Gary, in the script. So I was like, is he going to ask me to say hi? Is he just going to wait until I say hi? And I don't know. Hi, ho. We've been doing this for a year, Gar. Yeah. We should be in sync by now. Yeah. Not not the, the 90s pop band. Yeah. You, you, you see what I did there too, Ken? I'm pretty sure hi, ho was what I said on the first episode as well. So it was full circle, full circle. It's the circle of life. Circle of life. I'm Mufasa. You're Simba. Why, why am I Simba? Because I'm clearly the martyr in our relationship. Granted. Coming up on the show this week, on our very special episode, we count down our favourite Who News Best stories, we relive clips of our favourite weekend show moments, and as if that wasn't enough, we bring you netpicks with a twist. First time we've had netpicks in a while. It is. And it's netpicks with a twist, as you may have just heard. Yeah, twist. We're very innovative in our second year. Yeah. Is, it, is this the end of the first year or the start of the second? Um, I think it was May 30th, 2015, so we're... Uh, by the time this goes up, it will be a few days off. So this is the end of the first. Yeah. This is the end of the weekend show season one. Yes. Season two, there is no break. It, it's it's next week. We've been picked up for another season because I own the network. Yeah. Have you cancelled podcast today yet? Yes. <laughs> Axed. It's officially cancelled as of <laughs> right now. Before we get this party started, Gar, we are a year old already. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy yeah. podcast birthday. It's my own actual birthday in two weeks. It is, and I have to get you a present. So for realsies birthday, yeah, you get on that. Thanks for reminding me. I don't want anything. It's it's, it's it hasn't shipped yet. You you yeah. you, you think about this. Ah yes. You get no, on. I gave it to you on time last year, didn't I? Did you? Yeah. Probably. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you doubt my present giving abilities? You te- you tend to be a little late. There was a time you bought me a 3ds game I couldn't play. Oh yeah. Saz. <laughs> yeah. How was your week? I know we only recorded on it, Tuesday. Yeah, it's been three days. <laughs> but uh, good news, this podcast is going to go up on time for once. Yeah, we're recording on time. Do you know, we're we're uh, we're showing our, our best our best side on our, our one year anniversary. We're not lying. Well, the weekend show used to go up on Sunday. It did. Because like it's the weekend show. Yeah. That's That was the idea. End of the week. And then you decided to push it to Saturday. I'm like, yeah, sure again. Because a lot of the time when we tried to record on Sunday, we didn't record on Sunday. So it ended up being like Monday and Tuesday shows. Hashtag Monday show. I think we've done more Monday shows than we've done Saturday shows. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I'm not rebranding again. It costs too much money. <laughs> how's your weekend? Uh, yeah. your, well, how's your three days? Uh, yeah. Like, I always feel really like bad when we talk about this stuff because... It's been a week. <laughs> been a week and i've done nothing yeah my life is this podcast this is all i have we we, we live very adventurous lives we do <laughs> awkward silence we're like awkward yeah. silence <laughs> we live for you our podcast listeners i nearly do at times <laughs> so this week yeah, we're doing a clip show you know you've really made it when you're doing a clip show yeah any successful show does a clip show exactly uh it's like so, so, some might say oh it's a nice look back on a." On a year of uh, podcasting gold. And then other would say, that's really lazy, you bums. 
you're probably doing more work on this show than you've done on any other show. <laughs> so clip shows are hard work, people. They are actually really hard work. First of all, you have to write the clips into the script and then you have to pull the clips. So I had to like go through chunks of episodes to get the clips. And then you have to edit them in. Exactly. It's a so, lot of work. That's a lot more work than we usually do. Like like 100% more work. Yeah. So uh, you're welcome. You better appreciate this. And you can thank me on Twitter at TWSKK or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TWSKK. And in celebration of our one year anniversary, Ken got the social plugs right. You know, Gara, it's been a long road to getting the social media plugs right. But uh, today of all days, I shone. Yeah, Ken, Ken didn't sleep last night. He was just up up all night going facebook.com forward slash TWSKK at TWSKK and Twitter. Just rocking back and forward. I didn't sleep. I've been awake like 24 hours now. Yeah. Just so I could get those right. But uh, would you like to hear some weekend show stats, Gare? Fire away. We have 3,000 listens, in excess of 3,000 listens to date. Mm-hmm. We may have noted that in our previous episode. We have 103 followers. Yeah. people are A lot of people have followed us lately. Yeah. It's a podcast today, Ken. They're coming for podcast today. We have <laughs> a lot of good things to offer, Gar, and podcast today is one of them. Sure. And uh, don't belittle my involvement, Gar, my contribution. Oh, yeah. Ken's, Ken's getting a little sassy. Podcast over. (laughs) One year is enough. (laughs) Flip the table. We're done. (laughs) To date, we've had 86 uploads. Uh, Today, with podcast today, we'll have 87. And tomorrow, on Saturday, we'll have 88. And 89 and (laughs) 90. So it's it's rapidly rising. Podcast today has had 39 uploads. Mm -hmm. Totaling 8 hours, 28 minutes and 7 seconds. I've really produced 8 hours of podcasting on podcast today. Yes, you have. Yeah. (laughs) The weekend show has had 47, reaching 48 tracks after this episode, for a total of 54 hours, 34 minutes, and 41 seconds. So, so we've we've our target for this podcast, and you made a little jab of it in the intro, is to be an hour long. Yeah, and use like an hour and a bit. We've more or less kept it to an average of an hour an episode. We've averaged out over time. Yeah. So that's a total of 63 hours, two minutes, and 48 seconds. Sogar, if you were to listen to all our podcasts in a row. How long do you think it would take? Three days. Two and a half. You're close. Yeah. Well, you, so you told go. me how many hours it was. I just had to divide it by 24. <laughs> Damn. <it. laughs> I, I know how many hours are in a day, Ken. I had to use my calculator for that one. <laughs> but uh, one year, Gar. It doesn't seem like a year. It really doesn't. It really, really doesn't. Time flies. Like you have a wibbly wobbly timey wimey shirt on you. I do. That is what time is. It is wibbly wobbly and timey and wimey. Like, I still feel like we're kind of new at this. Like, yeah. we've, we haven't been doing it that long, but, like, clearly we have because it's our one-year anniversary extravaganza hour and a bit. We haven't given up either. We haven't given up. Suck it. Ed, Ed was like, oh, he's not going to keep doing a podcast. Yeah. Here we are, Ed, after a year. We have two podcasts. In fact, we have a podcasting network. Yeah. A whole network with two people on it. Exactly. The two people who are always on it. <laughs> with a a floated value of... Somewhere in the region of 1.2 billion. Yeah, that's that's what we're worth. Yeah. That's, that's like a good personal value for us. It's like all those companies that take into account future growth. That means nothing. That <laughs> yeah. We're going to be millionaires someday. Any other standout moments in your week, Karen? No. No, let's get on with it. I recorded though. the weekend show earlier this week, and now I'm recording the weekend show again. <laughs> Neither of which were recorded on the weekend. Yeah. But, uh, there you but go. this is going up on the weekend, so it counts. Yay. It's time now for our first foray into the rich one-year history of The Weekend Show in the bastion of podcasting journalism, that is... Who knew's best? 
we have had some interesting tales in our storied past. Get it? Storied. Because it's Who News Best? Yes. Cool. It didn't used to be called Who News Best. Yeah, it used to be called The Week in Words. Yeah. So, so we, we, we got to pay tribute to our past and where you used to edit clips in and then that became too much work, really, and it was hard to find clips. So it's just like, oh, we'll just talk and about it. And we were it. afraid of getting sued. Yeah. So we stopped that. It we was can... probably under fair use. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, who knows? But it's The Week in Words. Uh, the, the segment formerly known as The Week in Words, kind of like Prince. So on this, our first anniversary, I thought we would reminisce about our favorites in our Who News Best 5. Or Week in Words Top 5. Because some of these were Week in Words stories, probably. They were Deeker. In fact, the very, the, yeah, I think two of them were. So, you know. Good, good catch. Gonna pay, tri- pay tribute to the history, Ken. Can't leave our history behind. Even Gar- when we rebrand things. You're feeling contemplative today, Gar? Yeah, I'm just staring deeply into the sunset going, The Weekend Show. Whereas mine is more like Hello darkness my <laughs> old friend Garrett do you want to do us the honour of revealing number 5 He's our best friend Ken A man we have talked about more than any other man on this podcast More than likely Though we haven't mentioned him in a while Because he's not really in the public eye anymore No not really Our good pal Sepp Blatter The Sepp Blatter saga I have on the script here Because it was more than one story I think we talked about him 4 or 5 times I'd say it's more than 4 or 5 He was almost a weekly fixture on the show at one stage In the early days of our fledgling podcast He provided much uh, banter and comedy gold And it wasn't even that he did anything funny It was just People was collapsing around him (laughs) It's just his life is just a a comedy he He released a film that is one of the worst films ever made And one of the worst grossing films ever made it's like a, the like the epitome of a vanity piece. I think if we asked him now, because he's disgraced and has nothing better to do, he'd come on the podcast. I think we should. Does he have a Twitter? I'll, I'll tweet at him. I don't think he has a Twitter. I interacted with Paul Hollywood on Twitter this week. I should have mentioned that in the Icebreaker chat. Would you like to go back, Sogar? Is, <laughs> yeah. is that okay? Yeah. We'll start the whole intro to this segment again. Because I was asking whether it was the Great British Bake Off or the Great British Bake Off. And I, I didn't I didn't know, so I asked him. And then he clarified saying it's the Great British Bake Off. So I'm even more confused. Cigar, in my head, that that's the same thing. No, because is it a bake-off featuring British people that happen to be great or a great bake-off with British people or a British bake-off that's great? You have to clarify. Is it the bake-off that's great, basically, Ken, or the British people that are great? It's both, Ken. It can't be both. I don't want vague titles, Ken. And he made it even more confusing. The ladies love him, especially the elderly ladies. Yeah, these are their kind of grey fox. He's good with his hands. I'm winking now. You can't see what I'm winking. Yeah. On our most masturbatory episode, you, you're making... <laughs> so basically, this is an hour-long circle jerk. Yeah. Look how great we are. Yeah. So but back Seth. to Sepp. Uh, yeah. Not much more to say about him, other than he's been banned from football for like six years. And he's probably living in wealth in Switzerland somewhere. Yeah, with all his uh, offshore bank account funds. Allegedly. Allegedly, sorry. Allegedly, that's good journalism, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when in doubt, just say allegedly. <laughs> Number four, Gar. Barack Obama refuses to drink his own piss. What a coward. I mean, Gar, his, his presidency, it's, it's coming to an end. He, uh, if he wants to, to make it in Hollywood afterwards, he's going to have to drink his own piss. He does. Like, and You know, he's not going to be in the White House anymore. He's going to be living out in the wilderness. He doesn't have a home. You know, no. he'll, he'll he'll starve to death. And What's he going to do? Go back to Illinois? What's he, there? He'll die of thirst. So, you know, Barack, drink your piss, mate. It's like having like your humble pie, but it's piss. I'm looking. I have some um, my wadi on the table, Ken. Yeah. And it is yellow. Is this your piss? 
It's not my piss, Gar. I'm not trying to trick you into... Did you piss in the glass? And you go, ha, 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 you drank your piss like Barack Obama wouldn't. Exactly. That would be the ultimate callback. If my piss was that yellow, though, there'd be something wrong with it. <laughs> it's gonna it's like it neon there. yellow. You're going to pour it on the floor. We've actually got a clip of this one, Gar. So let's take a listen. With just over a year until he's out of the job, US President Barack Obama has been trying a few new career paths. He's not going to drink his own piss. That's what you're getting to. Gar, I'm trying to uh, set it up nice and you just, you just dragged it into the gutter. Yeah. However, it seems that celebrity survivalist is not for him, as you just noticed, Gar. Yep. That's the PC way of saying it. Yep. Celebrity survivalist. That's that's what they call the people that I'm a celebrity get me out of here, is it? Yeah, and and our friend Bear Grylls, who was... I, I like that, yeah. So he, he, he's, he's famous... Because he goes out into the wilderness and decides to drink his own piss. <laughs> there are easier ways to achieve fame there. President, Ob- President Obama, probably concerned about his status as the leader of the free world. Yep. It's like, once he drinks his own piss, he's like... <laughs> you lose any bargaining power. It's just like, uh, I don't think you should bomb any of those people. Well, mate, you drank your own piss. <laughs> you lose all ground. Like he's at, he's at a, like, like you know, he's at a a table with Israel and Russia, and he's just like, you know, he's like trying to like be the leader of the free world yeah. and like you know, strike one for democracy. And he's just like, yeah, Putin's just there with some yellow water, just going <laughs> doing drinking motions. Yeah. It's just it's like you can make a, that's the comeback to everything. It's just like, well, you should Putin's like, piss, piss. <laughs> It's like it's just like a meeting of the UN. Like it's like a, it's like a school. It's like a like like you're back at school. It's like piss, piss. And Putin just goes up to him and is like, "I don't need to drink my own piss. I can turn water into wine. I am the Russian Jesus." So yeah, he's he's a man that probably drinks his own piss for just just recreationally. Putin <laughs> just is just like he's just there staring at people drinking his piss. None of my bodily fluids should be wasted. <laughs> I'm the perfect human being. The POTUS appeared on NBC's Running Wild with Bear Grylls, uh, tackling the Alaskan wilderness, probably for about half an hour between engagements. I don't yeah, with, with surrounded by the CAA and Secret Service shooting any bears that come near them. Yeah. Bear! Bear! <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see the outtakes of, of, of the Secret Service tackling a bear in the background. <laughs> but uh, he, he scavenged, he ate some wild salmon, which is, is like, compared to what I, other things I've seen on that show, like rats and stuff. Yeah. That's I saw a tame. dead rat coming down here for Star Wars on Friday. That was upsetting. Yeah, there's quite a lot of rats around here. There was across the road from where you work. It was Ooh. just like... <laughs> well, we're by the water, so... Yeah, rats. But yeah, he ate a, a salmon that was gnawed on by a bear. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, which is probably... That's probably a, pl- a prop. It's just like, uh, I'm not going to eat anything. So it's like, the, the Secret Service are like, someone, someone eat half of this salmon. <laughs> eat it raw! <laughs> Nothing on TV is real. Uh, but he said drinking his own urine was pushing things a bit too far. <laughs> Pest! <laughs> you know, if he wants to stay famous after he's president, he's going to have to... He's, I was thinking about this before, though. He's going to make such a great post-president uh, celebrity. He will, but Gary, he's going to have to start taking one for the team. Because, yeah. you know, if he doesn't start drinking his own piss, people are going to lose interest. Yeah, in fact... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, second, second he's out of office, it's like... You know what you have to do, Brack. You know what you have to do. Do you like the celebrity lifestyle? <laughs> How much do you like it? It's worth noting, however, that he wouldn't rule out drinking his own piss if he was trapped in some sort of dire situation. So, like, if Michelle was away in a, on an international trip for a few days and, you know, Michelle, I'm thirsty. 
I don't want to move. Can someone get me a bottle? Uh, he told Bear Grylls, I suppose in extremis. That's such a that's such a Barack Obama. Yeah, thing to he, say. he's he's a lawyer. Like that's, that's so lawyerly. Let me let me try and do it in a Barack Obama impression. In extremis, solid. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's something that I would do if the alternative was that. <laughs> that sounds nothing like. It. Shut up! Shut up! I'm doing it. It sounds like you're going more like a Reagan. <laughs> I've committed to it now. I have to do it. <laughs> However, it's something that I, it's not something I would make a habit of. And I probably wouldn't do it just for a TV show. <laughs> That's my Barack Obama impression, everybody. Nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. But uh, if there's anything you take from this episode is that if you want to be famous, you're going to have to take one from the team and drink your own piss. Yeah. So if you want to post your videos, uh, we're going to call it the piss domination. Hashtag piss domination. Hashtag piss nomination. You've heard of the neck nomination. Yeah, this and, is the piss the nomination. Ice bucket challenge. This is the piss nomination. <laughs> if you get sick from drinking your own piss it's not our fault exactly don't sue us but uh, please look into the ideal ways to prepare and drink your piss before you yeah, drink your piss try and filter it somehow I don't know but, uh, <laughs> if you want to go viral and you want to be insta famous yep uh, drink your own piss so uh, send us your videos uh, at TWSKK on twitter and at facebook.com forward slash TWSKK. We will watch all of them. And make sure if you do it, you have to tag someone else so it passes it down the chain. <laughs> just, just just, just, don't tag us. <laughs> don't tag us because we will not do it. We, we're, we've already done it. Yeah. Glug, glug. Oh, oh, God. Comedy gold. I think you'll all agree. Even if the piss nomination challenge never did take off. But there's still time. R- Rob pretended to. Yeah. I don't believe he actually drank his piss. I didn't see him piss in the glass. If you don't, if I don't see a piss in the glass, it doesn't count. Yeah, I think he drank apple juice or maybe cider. We can see through your cloys, Rob. I'm hashtag, hashtag fake piss nomination. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Number three, Gar, New Jersey postman turkey attack. I think this is one of your favorites. Yes, I, 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 I love this. I actually, I tried to get the turkey on the show. Yeah. But he, he's big leaguing us now. You know, we, we broke the story. Of course. Yeah. Not Reuters or anybody. We yeah. broke this story and like the turkey's like gobble gobble. And he's he's doing like a Hollywood film or something. Yeah. Like, exactly. They're making a movie of his life. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Do you, want to read, do you want to read the full statement from the turkey here? Gobble? Gobble gobble. Says it all really. It really does. Gary, we spare no expense in this episode. Uh, we have another clip. Take a listen. <laughs> was released uh, uh, this week of a tussle between turkeys and a postman. Uh, a postmaster seems dumbfounded in a 911 call he made to get help for a New Jersey letter carrier who was trapped inside his truck by several wild turkeys. <laughs> now, I have no knowledge of what wild turkeys are like, but yeah. they sound quite vicious from I, the story. Like, if you, if you think about turkeys with their weird neck things and their gobbling, imagine them coming at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's terrifying! Uh, this incident took place in uh, Hillsdale, New Jersey, and the audio was released on Wednesday. The audio is fantastic because the postmaster, uh, it says dumb, dumbfounded here in the story, but it's just like, he's more like, hey guys, one of my guys is trapped in a, tur- by a, in a truck by a turkey. You know, can you, can you go out and help him? Yeah. <laughs> it's happened again. It's happened again. <laughs> this is not the first time this has happened, apparently. Yeah. The audio say about seven turkeys attacked him. <laughs> That's actually terrifying. Like an organized gang of turkeys. <laughs> yeah. It's like the dogs are probably hiding from the turkeys. The, the postman are like, oh, no dogs today. Gobble. Huh? Gobble. Gobble, gobble, 
<laughs> it's like Jaws. Do you think it's they're like... going to flank him from all sides? Yeah. And like they're, 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 they're like this, uh, three turkeys go to one side of the van and four go to the other, and they start rocking <laughs> them. Do you think they're like they're trying to get like get the take over the van and just like take all the mail and trying like you know like they're like an organized gang that like <laughs> yeah they're robbing the post van. <laughs> Take all the Amazon stuff, sell it off online, like, <laughs> open all the birthday cards and take the money. <laughs> turkeys of eBay. That story makes me glad that the only place I see turkeys is in my sandwiches, Car. Oh, so somebody's not a vegan. Car, it's kill or be killed in this world. Vegetarians won't survive in turkey land. <laughs> turkeys are going to rule us all soon, Ken. That's the start. That's the start of this. Car, we're all looking for the next Sons of Anarchy or Breaking Bad or The Walking Dead. The, the new the new like uh tv show that's gonna sweep the nation and and people are gonna binge watch on next week netflix i think i know what to say netflix by now i, I mentioned it nearly every week yeah but uh yeah the next binge watch is gonna be turkey land turkey turkey's gonna take over the world can a gang of tur- turkey thugs just taking over the world <laughs> <laughs> i was watching survivor this week and they had a chicken named mark who you know usually they kill the chickens for meat yeah but one of the characters was like a buddhist and a vegetarian he's like no i don't want to kill mark and they named the chicken that was their first problem yeah if you name it you're gonna get attached yeah so mark made it to the final tribal council is it was it a three-person final it was pet peeve of mine don't like it the worst thing was the the passenger one as well okay can you can you explain what a passenger is the passenger is the player who is inoffensive and no one really likes or dislikes but doesn't really deserve to make the final three but makes the final three because people don't think anyone will vote for them because you know they didn't annoy anybody yeah but then they win because they didn't annoy anybody that's basically it and the person who deserves to win doesn't win because they piss everybody off by being the best player yep jerks people are bitter in survivor number two car gay marriage comes to ireland Woo! It's also the one year anniversary of uh, this momentous day, Gar. Yeah, 412, Ken. 412 yeah. couples have been married over the last year. Fantastic. 43 in Cork. I have to admit, I think I mentioned this at the time, the day, which is also coincidentally the day of the Eurovision, so kind of perfect, really. <laughs> yeah. I actually got really emotional because, like, you know, I have really close friends that are gay and it just felt like something really big was happening. I think it was the first time that I'd voted and I really felt part of something really big yeah you know you vote in elections and sometimes it really doesn't matter you know but like this felt huge and you know it showed us in such a great light to the rest of the world and and it's kind of you know our our influence has spread so you know i don't want to overstate it but i think that in a lot of ways it changed ireland for sure but it's starting to change the world so it's it's really cool yeah it was it was by public vote exactly the people stood up and said not cool yeah overturning this two-thirds majority i think i seem to remember and we haven't banned anybody from toilets since yeah so it's not like america with their big gay rights when now they're undermining it every turn exactly it's like let's give uh gay marriage but then slowly claw it back with other small laws yeah ban people from toilets that's a whole other podcast for a whole other time here so those to those 412 couples congratulations congratulations and uh i'll be your divorce lawyer <laughs> mazel tov if you're jewish sure yeah <laughs> but um i think it was only actually technically legalized in november wasn't it yeah it took a while around christmas when the first person got married i think november was when the legislation finally came into effect yeah as opposed to last may when it was actually ratified by the people but um do you know what a good business again to know gay wedding planner or gay divorce planner <laughs> you're cynical girl yeah. i like it hey if, if they're like anyone else half of those 400 couples are gonna break up <laughs> get ready to be emotional we've reached the number one who knew's best story for the last year it is it's no brainer either ken 
this is this is cut and dry. R.I.P. Tama, the station master. Yeah, Tama. Now we're not going to say too much here because because we've got another clip that basically tells the whole story. But Tama was basically a cat who was astray and just you know hung around a, a train station in Japan. Now you know in America they might call it animal control and have the cat euthanized. Sure. But uh, naturally in Japan they made it an employee. Of course. Because with a hat. Because it's Japan. And an, an outfit. By so, the way, Ken, we mentioned back then we we're going to build a stra- statue for Tama. Yeah. And it, it's right next to us, Ken. This is the official unveiling. Yeah. Pulling pulling the cloak off now. <laughs> that that was me pulling a curtain off. And look at him. Glorious cat. The greatest of all the cats, Ken. Why do you keep saying he? Actually, in the segment at the time, you kept saying he as well. Well, oh God, cats are, are all men to me. That's weird. <laughs> I don't know. You're sexist against cats. I'm sexist against cats. I don't yeah. give female cats a right to exist. Hashtag Gar hates cat feminism. I do. I wonder no. is that like a thing? I don't know. I think if any animal would be a feminist, I think it would be a cat. That's cats true. are dicks. Cats are dicks. Not this cat, though. This cat is amazing. So let's pay proper homage to our fallen foe on the weekend show Guardian. Now with our eulogy for Tama from episode six. Take a listen. In one of the most adorable stories I've ever heard, Tama, the calico cat, the station master of uh, one of Japan's local railways, was mourned by company officials and fans having passed away last week or the week before last, I think, at the stage. 22nd of June. Weirdly enough, at the funeral, they elevated her to the level of goddess. Much deserved. So, like in the Shinto religion, which is actually one of the more major religions in Japan, uh, a lot of their gods are are actually animals. So they've so like when they pray, like for like you know good fortune or for the sun sun to shine on your wedding, you're praying to to Tama the cat. I remember when you when you told me that we were covering this story this week. You were like, "Gar, there's this cat who's who's a station manager in a railway in Japan." And I'm like, "Oh yeah," and he's died, and you broke my heart, Ken. You broke my heart. She had a good she had a good run. She she died of heart failure at age 16, which not bad for a cat. Hmm. But like apparently, I, I've seen the pictures as well. Uh, she, she she had a little station master cap that was custom made and a little cape. I, I take it back. Yoshi, Aaron Yoshi isn't the most adorable thing in the world. Station Master Cat is. And now he's dead. It's a dark blue cape because it's very regal. Apples, cabbage and other fruits and vegetables must have been her favourites, I guess. She was a very diverse cat. Were presented as she lay in shrine. Uh, There's a stand outside the station which is like literally heaving with bouquets. Justifiably. Cantuna and other gifts. Uh, left to aid her passage to the the next world. Well, I hope it's a painful, painless this, passage. This is the key element here. Thousands of Tama fans came to pray from around the country. If if I had heard about this cat beforehand, I would have flown to Japan just to mourn poor Tama, <laughs> just to pay your respects to pay, the, pay my respects to the goddess cat. So, Gar, going forward, if you if you need something, you need a guardian angel. Are you instead of praying to to Saint Peter or whatever? I'm going to pray to Tama. Pray to Tama. Tama, Tama please, be praised. Please bestow success upon this podcast. Tama, please let people listen to The Weekend Show with Ken Kidney and follow us on Twitter at TWSKK. And if you're not too busy, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TWSKK. Ken, we should get a, a podcast cat. Podcast master. Podcast. We're, we're going to get a podcast. podcast. We're going to do that. Named Tama. So, what could... Wakayama? I can never pronounce these things. It's just 
You and other languages don't get along. No. Wakayama. Wakayama. Electric Railway President Mitsunobu Kojima. You're very good at Japanese, Gary. I watch too much Japanese pro wrestling. That's uh, that's why I know how to pronounce Japanese names. Uh, The president thanked the cat for her achievement, said Tama will be enshrined at a nearby cat shrine later this month. You know, when they kind of put people in tombs, but they're kind of in state so you can kind of see them. It's kind of gross. Like the the, the popes and stuff. Hopefully she won't be visible because like she's going to rot and decay. Yeah. That's not very dignified, is it? No. For such a wonderful cat. Before Tama's arrival, the local Kishigawa, I got one, nailed it, line was near bankrupt and the station was unmanned and had lost lost most of its staff. In fact, all of its staff. Tama contributed a whopping, a whopping, whopping, whopping. We should, yeah, that's a new word. Whopping. It's not whopping. It's whopping. Eight point nine million to the local economy. This is a nine million dollar cat. Originally appointed as an excuse just to keep her around, and she made nine million for the local economy. She saved the station. So Kojima, who was very, very sad, quoted as saying, "She was really doing her job." He said, "The rest was a miracle, and his company's success story also gave hope for dozens of other struggling tiny local train lines." Tamachan, which was her full name, really emerged like a savior, a goddess. Hence her goddess status now. It was truly in my honor to have been able to work with her. Like everyone's like. Like it's, like it's like it's a person. It's so weird. It's like yeah. they're like mourning her her death and like like almost like they like spoke to her on a daily basis. It's like Tama, I remember when you helped me through my divorce. Uh, pardon the pun, but do you think do you think there was a bunch of copycats after this? Yeah. Well, it, it, I think I think it's something that they're actually that, that, that you're, you're right there. There's actually other stations who've attempted to replicate the success, but not. On the scale of Megastar Tama. Here's Flippy, the Station Master Goldfish. Yeah. And Jerome, the Station Master Hamster. Can you imagine how adorable a tiny cape and tiny hat would be on a goldfish? It would be fairly adorable. Like John Oliver did that episode recently where he showed all those weird Japanese mascots and how like every city and every kind of district have their own weird, adorable looking mascot. So I assume every train station now is an animal station master. Garrett, you, you'd think there's not any gold left in this story. There's more. Ooh. Let me read. Kojima, who's, who's still mourning, eulogized the cat to the local media. He said that when he visited Tama at the animal hospital the day before she died, he looked the, uh, she looked straight into his eyes and reached out her hands as if to ask him for a hug. <laughs> this is his quote. He said this. He said, he said they told Tama... To get well soon so they can t- celebrate her 10-year anniversary as station master. And then the cat responded with a simple meow. Oh, my heart is broken, Kit. You've broken my heart. Tama. Tama was an ambitious cat, Gar. She had climbed the corporate ladder from station master all the way up to ultra station master. Very Japanese. Yeah. Ultra station master. It's like Ultraman. Because uh, we, were, we were in Tokyo once. And there's, like, giant statues of Ultraman there. We should build a giant Tama statue. We should. Yeah. We should do that. Like, it's a, we should do one of those... Like, that's the way to go viral. Like, like one of those Paddy Power campaigns where we built a Tama statue. And people will come around the world, from around the world to Ireland, to, like, to see our Tama statue. The Japanese will be banging our door down. To pay respects to their beloved goddess cat, Ultra Station Master Tama. Yeah, we'll have her with the cape and the hat, and then pointing towards the sky. Tama will be succeeded by another calico cat, uh, cat Ken, Nitama. 
Not the same. No. It's not the same, girl. Hopefully Tama trained her in, you know. Uh, you have to pass the corporate knowledge down. She's not going in at the top, though, girl. An apprentice. She's an apprentice. You have to work her way up to Tama level. Yeah. You don't just suddenly become a superstar cat. Tama? I'll miss you, Tama. What, what age was she? So, so she would have been born in 1999? Uh, 16, 99. I can do math. So we'll, we'll do the, the, the classic thing here. Tama, 1999 to 2015. RIP, we will miss you. Deeply. Even though we never knew you. Deeply miss you. Even though I only heard about you after you had died. I'll miss you, Tama. Bye, bye, Tama. Miss you in the saddest way that rhymes with Tama. Nana, man. You're better at rhyming. Bye, bye, little Tama. <laughs> Brings a tear to my eye, Ken. Absolutely. Guys, I don't even know if I can continue with the podcast now. We'll just, we'll just move on, Ken. I'm just sad. What are your favorite stories from the last year of Who Knew's Best or The Weekend Words? Or have you got any strange tales of your own? Even if they're, like, just weird things you've done. You know, we don't judge. Or we will judge, you know, because that's kind of what we do. Sharing is caring, so make sure to show us how much you care on Twitter at TWSKK, or if you prefer, on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TWSKK. We will be right back with netpicks as you've never heard her before. Do not press pause. You're listening to the Weekend Show Podcast with Ken Kidney. Download a new episode every Saturday at soundcloud.com slash TWSKK, or find us on iTunes. Now, it's time for netpicks. You're listening to The Weekend Show with myself, Ken Kidney, and my long-suffering co-host, Garrett. That's been a long time. One year? 24 years. Oh, wait, you're just talking about The Weekend Show. <laughs> Thanks, Garrett. You're welcome. Why do you upset me so? Because I love you. Love you too. I hurt you because I love you. <laughs> we hurt the ones we love. It's time now again for our favorite segment, the pop culture powerhouse that is Netflix. However, since this is a special occasion, I thought we'd flip things just for this week. Changing up the formula again. Changing it up. Regular netpicks will probably be back next week. We yeah. haven't had regular netpicks. Yeah, in weeks. we need to get get, uh, get regular with our netpicks. It's like like eating a nice fiber diet. Otherwise, you get all blocked up with your netpicks. So on this occasion only, uh, we're going to offer a collection of universally loved entertainment properties that we have not yet gotten around to or neglected in the netpicks to do list. Yeah, it's basically just things, so pop pop culture media things that we want to get to. So, Gar, ladies first, what's on your list of pop culture regrets? It's actually, I think, a thing I talked about. Most of these things are things I talked about at some stage on this show and then didn't get around to finishing watching, which is a a shame and a travesty. Steven Universe. Actually, I'll do do my one and two at once because they're kind of related. Steven Universe and Rick and Morty. I don't get Rick and Morty. uh, Oh, geez, Rick. Oh, Oh, the world's ending, Rick. Like, I've watched episodes that I really liked, and I watch episodes that I really like. That's not funny at all, so. Yeah, I like Morty. It feels like a mixed bag to me, but uh, I would agree with Steven Universe. That That's another one for my shortlist, because uh, I've seen clips of it, and, like, the internet loves it. And, like, obviously, I'm a big fan of animation, so I really like to and check I, that I, out. I watched about 10, 15 episodes of Steven Universe, and I think there's been, like, 70 of them, so. <laughs> Only 60 to go. Yeah, and they're 10-minute episodes usually as well, so I have no excuse for not just motoring through them. Yeah. So, good. Just watch watch animated shows that I started watching and then didn't continue to watch. Great. Do you feel better now that that's off your chest? Yeah, your first one's a doozy, Ken. My first one is a doozy. And please don't hate me, internet. 
I have not yet watched Game of Thrones. Ooh, you see, on on this list, I've never seen The Sopranos, I've never seen The Wire, and I've never seen um, the Godfather trilogy. And they're like, ooh, big culture things you should watch, but I know, never going to watch them, so I'm not putting them on the list. But you're committing to Game of Thrones, Ken. I'm committing to it. I actually downloaded the first season. I actually, uh, one of my points is is uh, down the list. It's... Uh, it's related but i got the game of thrones books all of them on, on kindle and i was like i'll read the books first then i'll watch the series that also never happened <laughs> yeah and those books those are dense yeah those are long heavy books like the type of bl- books that you could probably bludgeon someone with yep so uh, yeah game of thrones <laughs> i've seen the odd episode here and there where like it's just on and i just watch it I was like why am i watching this it's not got any context but yeah. i thought you'd love it there's boobs in it i do like boobs and like I know for a fact, like, 70% of the things you watch, you watch because there are boobs in them. <laughs> well, you know, Garrett, at least, at least I'm honest with myself. You gotta get your jollies in. But uh, I'm more of a Vikings fan, but, like, people say, like, if you like Vikings, you're going to love Game of Thrones and vice versa. So I'm going to check it out. You're finally going to commit to six seasons of Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm going to watch it so people stop sh- giving out to me. Every time, like, like the reaction is kind of like, what? Why? Why Why don't you watch it? It's like <laughs> anger. It's like, like re- outrage. Ang- <laughs> outrage. Like, but it's like like the perfect show yeah and you're like okay i'll get around to it and then but like part of me delights in annoying these people that's why i don't watch those three things i mentioned earlier same with me as the godfather okay your, sec- your second one because i've already done my two uh my second one is finished gravity falls which I, i'm this this is the one that makes me angry that you yeah. have not watched i actually started to finish it and then i stopped again yeah i don't know why god damn it ken yeah it is one of the greatest shows of all time i'm it not is. gonna say one of the greatest kid shows it's one of the best shows of all time it is amazing dipper, dipper and mabel and seuss and grunkle stan and big twists and reveals that i could mention but i'm not going to spoil on you ken because i want you to enjoy it and love it because it's one of the best shows of all time alex Hirsch is a genius the thing is i absolutely love it but like i don't know why i haven't finished it yet Watch it. partly part of me feels like i don't want to finish it because then it would be gone forever but then you, you can just rewatch it i guess the lack of mabel in your life will make you cry yeah. I'm wearing a Gravity Falls t-shirt right now, Ken. Because when I finish it, Gar, everything will be different then. It will. You'll have no more waddles in your life, Ken. <laughs> That's my waddles impression. Waddles. <laughs> our, our threes are relatively the same, actually. Yeah. My number three is to resume watching Sleepy Hollow. Another show that I really, really enjoy and then just stopped watching for some reason. Yeah, I haven't watched most of the season. My number three is to catch up on all TV I haven't watched. This is just this season's of TV. All of it. Because I'm behind on The Flash, I'm behind of Agent Carter, I'm behind on Modern Family, I'm behind on The Middle, I'm behind on Sleepy Hollow, and there's probably another... I'm behind on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, I'm behind on so many shows, Ken, and I should just sit down and watch them. Sure. Mom, I'm behind on Mom, which is a great show. So yeah, that's that's my three, which is tied to your three. You're just one show, I'm like, watch all these other like seven shows too. <laughs> when you started listing those shows, Garrett, it actually reminded me how many of those shows I need to actually watch. Yeah. So. so that's my Netflix. That's my major Netflix. That's, that's like my number one priority. It's that's, that's the third because these aren't like numbered in order. But that's my number one priority. Get through that bloody TV backlog. My number four is Welcome to Night Vale. I've listened to every episode. It's like it's gotten to the point where it's so large now that it's daunting. That, yeah. That's that's probably what's holding me back at the moment. And they say, oh, you can jump in anywhere and you can't yeah. really. So like. Everybody recommends it to me. I really like to, I, you know, I really like the idea of, of a, a, a podcast using the narrative genre. I, I don't have an excuse. I just haven't done it. I just need to do it. Yeah. Just need to take the plunge and just wade through the, the night veil. My, my four is tied in with my three. It's reduce giant backlog. 
mostly yeah. video games and books because I just so many can I have so 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 many games I haven't played and so many books I haven't read it just builds up so quickly it does and you keep on buying them because you're dumb <laughs> I'm like oh that game's out and I buy it and I don't play it and I'll play it in like six months and it's like yeah like Uncharted's been out for two weeks it's been in my house for five days and I haven't touched the thing see a sensible adult would say like I'm not going to buy anymore until I finish the ones I have but that's not what an adult does no. I'm basically a giant child and giant children just consider, just keep keep going until until they can't go anymore most of like the economics of consumer behavior assume consumers are rational yes and that's where they lose me because <laughs> i am not a rational consumer and i think most people aren't really rational consumers we are irrational crazy people can just trying to keep our, our poop together basically have you ever seen a show hoarders yes i feel like i'm a pop culture hoarder yeah like I keep it. I don't. I don't consume it because I'm afraid that like I'll lose something if I do. And you, but you have it. Yeah. So you you're not missing out. Exactly. You feel like you're not missing out. So you, that, you, I feel whole. Yeah. But that's you, you, so weird. You haven't experienced it. Yeah. Is so that what's the point in having it and not experiencing it? We should we should do a new podcast called Pop Culture Hoarders. That, that that'll be one down the line for season two of the Weekend Show. Yeah, we're we're officially entering season two now. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Uh, my number five, Gary, is kind of linked to what you just said there. Read more. Because yeah. I, with the intention of reading more, bought a bunch of books on my Kindle, including Sherlock Holmes, Game of Thrones, 12 Years a Slave, and more. I, uh, you gave me the Jim Henson autobiography. My girlfriend gave me Creativity Inc. by Ed Catmull, who founded Pixar. Haven't read any of those. I got a National Geographic subscription and a Little White Lies uh, is a movie magazine subscription, neither of which I've read. So, like... There's a year's worth of those piled in my coffee table to, to read. Other assorted novels and autobiographies collected over the years that I was like, oh, I'd like to read that. And it's like on the shelf. Yep. It stays and there forever. It's no good reason not to read them. It's just I'm laziness is, plays a big part of it as well. And you see, I think that ties in with my my fifth one, which is not a to do, but rather a not to do. Cheater. Yeah, I know I'm cheating, which is not to rewatch slash replay slash reread as much stuff as I've already seen as I do. That's an excellent point because I could spend my time reading these things or watching the shows that I haven't seen before. But like a lot of the time, when I come in from work or whatever, I'll just sit down and watch something I've seen before. Yeah, just because it's comfort. It's it's kind of pop culture malaise. You know, yeah. you, you get into it's like I don't want to challenge myself. I want to throw on something that I know I enjoy, and I'm just going to sit it there. I'm just going to watch it. And like tweet at the same time yeah so i don't have to pay attention i don't have to you know challenge myself to actually look at the tv unless i really want to because i already know what has happened and is happening and it's just comfort food and we shouldn't be like that there's comfort food for the brain there's far too much really great new stuff to watch rather than getting bogged down in old stuff that you do enjoy but you know watch new stuff well like we should listen back to this podcast we take our own advice yeah we're very sage yeah and then, but we don't take our own advice. Nobody does, Gar. Nobody does. That's the problem in the world. Which pop culture giants are your friends bugging you to check out? Are there any nagging items on your list that are keeping you awake at night? A problem shared is a problem halved. We are here to listen on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TWSKK or on Twitter at TWSKK. Just time for another break before we continue with our one year pat on the back. I mean, anniversary celebration extravaganza with a look back on our favorite weekend show moments. Stick with us. 
You're listening to the Weekend Show Podcast with Ken Kidney. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash TWSKK, Twitter at TWSKK, or search for TWSKK on YouTube. You are very welcome back to the Weekend Show. First anniversary celebration extravaganza hour and a bit. It's probably going to be a bit more than an hour and a bit for this episode. Yeah. (laughs) With all those clips put in. Okay, we're doing a clip show. We're doing a clip show. It's like a Muppet song. Yeah. We're doing a sequel. <laughs> we're backed by popular demand. Muppet Knows Wanted had better songs than it's given credit for. Okay, we're, we're finished Netflix now. <laughs> sure. Uh, we continue now on our look back at one year of the Weekend Show podcast with more of our favorite moments. Okay, one big milestone that stands out to me is the first annual Poppy Awards. Of course, the very prestigious Poppy Awards. I really enjoyed that episode. Poppies. But like, it's like... Uh, prestigious Poppies. You know, it was around award season, and uh, I just thought it felt fun to do an awards episode. We're, we're, we're more credible than the Oscars. Yeah, because, you know, we don't vote for not black people. <laughs> yeah, did, did, was there a black winner? There was a couple. Was there, Who won? Can't remember. <laughs> if you want to know who which black nominees won, you can listen to the Poppy Awards 2015 on SoundCloud or iTunes. At soundcloud.com forward slash UK, where you can also find podcasts today. What's podcast today? I have never heard of that. You've heard, you've listened to every episode and you know it. Begrudgingly. <laughs> Gary, um, you may remember that the poppies attracted attention from rugby player Dan Carter, who liked it, one of our tweets. Yes. And Gary, this is our major achievement. If nothing else, like 86 episodes, hours and hours of podcasting content, followers, Gar, Rob Lowe tweeted us. Rob Lowe tweeted us. Yeah. He is a wonderful human being. The grind was cancelled. I'm very upset about this. Very upset about being the grinder being cancelled, but uh, he did like our endorsement of the grinder. We gave the grinder a poppy award. We did for you best see, new show. See, we were on top of that, and then it got cancelled. But still, we were we were ahead of the curve on the grinder, Ken. We were, and Rob Lowe liked that. Yeah, he liked the fact that we uh, gave his show plaudits. Uh, literally, he just gave us a like on Twitter. Yeah, that counting and tweeting us that we, counts. We've interacted with lots of celebrities. Yeah. Brezzy, we've interacted with Brezzy. Brezzy from uh, the the Blizzards and the Irish Voice. Yeah, Brady's a nice man. He asked us not to fire him. We yeah, won't. We won't. Nope. I don't have that kind of power, but I yeah. wouldn't fire Brady if he if he was my employee. Because he's gorgeous. He is. I love the poppies. Yeah. The poppies will return in 2017. We will give best podcast to us. Yes. Because uh, <laughs> obviously we, we didn't want to be too cocky this year, but yeah. like next year we'll probably have achieved like greatness. We'll split it into two podcasts, like best daily podcasts and best weekly podcasts. Yeah. And we'll get both to us. And then act surprise. <laughs> yeah. I, t- I don't know what to say. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I've been working for this for like two years. and A year and a half. Yeah, a year and a half. Uh, and, and it's just so unexpected. But uh, Make sure to thank your family, Ken. Thanks, Gar. Thanks, Ken. Another standout moment for me is the curious case of episode eight. Yep. Our most listened to episode. Which, as you may remember, and if you don't, shame on you, yep. was a tribute to the late Satoru... Satoru Iwata. Wonderful human being. Garrett, it wouldn't be a weekend show without me butchering a name. Especially so, foreign names. You know, on our first anniversary, it should be no different. It is tradition. Yeah. Currently, it has 727 listens on SoundCloud. Yeah. I don't know where. Yeah. I've literally never heard from a single person who's listened to it. <laughs> I think the next highest episode is something like 204. Yeah. So if, you, if you've listened to the episode, and we've asked you before to come just, forward. Just say hello. Just t- tell me where you found the episode. Why are these, where do these 700 people come from? To date, we still have no idea 
like someone's obviously shared it somewhere or it's it's gone to some index but or it's just spam but we could just be spam i don't know yeah because it still gets listens exactly but we haven't found the source we uh, it's slowed down now we, uh, since it's uh, like before it was like meteoric it was adding hundreds of listeners but you still see if you check the stats for it week to week it'll still get like 10 listens a week i don't know where any of these people are coming from or who they are but they're listening to that episode are you robots they probably Is that why you're not answering us yeah i think they're robots damn it robots but i'll take the listens makes me feel good about myself yeah but robots are going to be like the humans of the future guys so they're they're all fans yeah robots are people too so they won't kill us because they like our podcast exactly he's like you shall be our king i will be the robot king no i'll be the robot king co-kings 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 agreed though i'm not co-host i'm sub-host Supposed or yeah, I let you have your own podcast. Is that, <laughs> yeah, for you? that was the, the like. Look, you're not your your name is not on the banner of this one, and it's not really on the banner of the other one either. But you can have the other one, exactly. And I'll stay away from it because it's hot garbage. Because I'm not egomaniacal, Ken. I don't have to put my name on the podcast. I, I don't say that every. It's not as if I introduce it and welcome to the weekend show with Ken Kidney. What, don't say what, that. What What does Bruce or Richard say? His name is Robert. <laughs> I didn't get either. <laughs> We should give him a third name. Yeah. What does, he, what does he call the show, Ken? Richard, the weekend show with Ken Kidney. Exactly. That's in the intro. Every week, Ken. How else are people supposed to know who it's with? I suppose. It's with you. And I'm with you. So it's double widths. Whoa. Yeah. It blew my mind. So yeah. Satoru Iwata is a wonderful human being as well. Yes. Uh, the late president of Nintendo. Um, I'd like to think that uh, Japan loves us now because... Uh, because of that episode. I think we're big in Japan. All those listeners are from Japan. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. That's the reason they don't tweet us. Because we don't speak the same language. We're, we're, we're just gibberish to them. But they like us. Yeah. Like they're listening to us like. Oh, oh, oh. That's the very voice, racist. That is very off. racist. <laughs> speaking of Ken. Speaking of your racist impressions. <laughs> How dare you Gar. They're homages. <laughs> World class segue. Our next highlight. The Halloween special on ghost hunting shows. Where Ken. If you've ever heard of Derek Akora. Derek Akora has his pal, Sam, who is his, his spirit guide. And Ken did a, a bit of an impression of Sam. Gary, you're saying, you're looking at me like I'm a horrible person, but you laughed and laughed. It's hilarious. It's fantastic. In fact, it's not racist. No. You don't hate black people, I don't think. I don't. I, I really don't care. I, I'm pretty sure you've never expressed a sustained prejudice against black people. No. If you have, I hate, I hate everybody equally. That's fair. You only hate Australians more than anyone else. Nah, sure. I, they're growing on me. Really? Yeah. Like, you like Sia? I haven't Sia. No, I was trying to do a Sia joke, but it just didn't come off. So let's move on. Chandelier. Set up the clip, car. Just set it up. So here's Ken doing his, his wonderful Sam impression. I used to watch Most Haunted, you see. Yeah. And you used to like, oh, why are you watching Most Haunted, Gar? Stupid. And I'm like, it's good entertainment. Shut I thought, up. I thought you believed it, though. That's what I thought. It was yeah, because right. I used to watch it because they used to go bumbling around in the dark. And then Derek Akora would occasionally get possessed. And that's oh my gosh. <laughs> that's like, they'd be walking along and everything's quiet. And all of a sudden he'd be like, <laughs> Get out! Get out! Leave this place! And then Derek Akora would go, Oh God! Oh God! <clears throat> and he'd be like, Oh, oh God, what happened? what happened he'll need to leave the room for a while to cool down or need to lie down or like it's like (laughs) he's like like, he's like basically and then after it's over he'll faint or something just to to, to sell it uh one of the more entertaining thing is that uh that he also had a spirit guide yeah his spirit sam yeah he's he's always like oh sam 
what do you have to tell me about this place, Sam? Well, he's got a Liverpool accent. That sounded more like Darby O'Gill and the little people. Uh, I was going more for Sam from, from Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. But uh, tell people who, where, who Sam is when he was alive. You see, uh, apparently, and I've read this on his website, uh, that back when he was alive, Derek O'Cara used to be friends with Sam. Okay. The, back, back in the day. Because obviously Derek O'Cara is reincarnated <laughs> multiple times over. And yeah. Sam, for some reason, isn't reincarnated. I don't know why. Yeah. Why didn't Sam get to live again? Derek O'Cora, what did he do that allows him to come back to life over and over? But poor Sam is dead in the past. Get to the point, guy. Who's Sam? Sam is his friend from the past who died. Yeah. But w- like, where is he from? Like, that, that, that's the funny bit. He is from Africa. He's like a little African boy. Yeah. He's, he's, he's Derek O'Cora's little African friend from a past life who stays with him to tell him what other ghosts are saying. And like, I, I used to do this joke and I'm going to be a little bit we're not racist that we'll just preface this we're not racist it's <laughs> yeah. funny okay he's like Derek Akora <laughs> you are so selfish <laughs> why is it always take 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 with you how you never ask how I am all you want to know is how what I can do for you <laughs> you are a sick man Derek Akora I'm not real leave I am not real Derek Akora leave poor Sam in the afterlife in peace Derek Akora <laughs> Derek Akora Derek Akora is like it's like, Sam, Sam, are you there? It's like, Derek Akora, I'm on the toilet. <laughs> Give me one minute, Derek Akora. Uh, Never mind the fact that I'm actually in your head. I'm not real. <laughs> so Derek Akora's in Cork soon, actually. Uh, we should go. If it didn't, if it, <gasps> we should interview him for the podcast. If it wouldn't cost money to go see him and actually give him money for his con, I'd love to go and heckle him. You should do a Sam impression in front of him. <laughs> Derek Akora, I have come back to you in this form. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I now know what it feels to like to be a white man. <laughs> it feels good. It feels good. Please don't hate us. Am I a racist? Let me know on Twitter at <laughs> TWSKK or on Facebook.com forward slash TWSKK. Or or don't please don't just don't 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 give us a review saying Ken's a racist. Yeah. Or if you do, just you know throwing Gary's a lovely welcoming. And, and, yeah, and Ken's a racist, but podcast today is a hot garbage. That's what they're going to hey, say. Hey, you've never had. I've had a Brit and two uh, two bits and two Americans on on podcast today. I'm not racist. You only had Irish people on this. I should get an Aussie on just to spite you. I'll shut you down. <laughs> I'll shut down podcast today. Our, our next highlight, Ken, our next amazing moment from the, the weekend show, Canon, the movie so bad they're good segment, which was really just an excuse to talk about Zombievers. Yeah, it was a, a, solely a vehicle to talk about that movie. Because <laughs> we watched Zombievers, you were up for something or other. I was editing a video for work. Yeah. It's, it's actually in the clip, Ken. So, oh, yeah, see, see. So I, let's take... I, I haven't listened to the clip. But... You haven't listened to the clip because you're not professional. Yeah. So let's take a listen so you can remind yourself. And we came across a film, Ken, called Zombievers. Zombievers. That's exactly what it sounds like. As chemicals are spilled into a dam, beavers are turned into zombies. And uh, made kind of sentient? Sentient, yeah. They're somewhat... Well, beavers are sentient anyway. But beavers <laughs> are organized, though. Beavers yeah. are smart. But uh, it should be noted that in, in the, there's two distinct genres. Now, because there's there's cult films that were became cult films because they're bad and people enjoy watching them because yep. they find them funny in how hilariously 
mishandled and poorly made and just it, it, despite how earnestly they were made it's just yeah. like how did you do it so badly it's more funny if it was made with the intention of being good yeah this film was one of those uh, falls into the genre of trying to capitalize on that market mm-hmm. by intentionally being bad just being kind of hammy and over the top and stupid and just so that's become a genre of itself you're trying to actually access this market by doing it wrong on purpose which yeah. does which always you can always see through all the time though yeah I, I, there was a point at the film where you were particularly proud of yourself ken i was yeah ken called the one who would be topless yes <laughs> there, there was three female characters and ken analyzed which one he believed would end up being topless and she was topless literally two minutes later <laughs> yep he nailed it it's like that's the slutty the unnecessarily slutty one that's that that's just like that's there to get her boobs out really one dimensionally sexually explicit for no reason even though she lasted till the end ken she did she was the she was like ne- well she was the sole survivor till she got hit by that truck yeah spoilers uh, no one wants uh, no one's gonna be like oh you spoiled zombie beaver on me no but the zombie zombie beavers were organized because like you think z- zombies are brainless idiots but the zombies uh zombie beavers i should say beavers they uh they surrounded the cabin that they were he- they yeah. held up in so they couldn't leave and they cut the phone that lines. That was my favorite part. They cut the phone lines. These beavers had become intelligent in their zombie ways. And they cut the phone lines. And they dammed the roads. Yeah, they put like put they built dams on the roads so the, the teens couldn't escape. Yeah, they couldn't drive out. I don't know why they couldn't climb over the dam on, on foot. I suppose they were being chased by the zombie beavers. And, and the, they cut trees down and the trees fell on people. Yeah. The film took an interesting turn as well. You think, oh, it's just about zombie beavers. Like, think you, you, if a zombie were come up, you just kick it away or something. Yeah. But uh, they bit some of the teenagers who then became half human, half That was the best part of the film. Because there, there's like a lesbian sex uh, scene where you're like, is she dreaming this? Because it, you know, it's the kind of thing that's, uh, they, oh, it's a dream. Yeah. And she suddenly turns into a beaver right when they're making out and doing the lesbian sex scene. A half human zombie beaver. Yeah. And then he tries to eat him. And it's like, is, this is real. This is happening in the film. And at one point... Uh, one of them turns into a zombie beaver and a guy gets his dick bitten off. Yeah, bitten straight off. And then he gets burned to death. Yeah, this, this film is fairly gruesome at times. So while I, while I was wary of the fact that it was trying to be bad, it succeeded. In it its, very much succeeded. The, yeah. the, the zombie people turned, uh, the beaver people even, really pushed it over the edge of being, this is great. Exactly. So it was, it was trying to tap into that kind of cult market of so bad it's good, people will watch it to trash it, but it worked. Do you remember now, Gar? Sure. Podcasting magic. He hasn't listened to the clip. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't heard the clip. <laughs> You're supposed to play along here. <laughs> Zombie Beavers is a wonderful film. The, like, we play the clip and it sounds like you've listened to the clip when you haven't because we're editing in and after. So you're supposed to go, oh yeah, that's great. <laughs> it's amazing. Zombie Beavers, yeah. Can I listen to the clips? Didn't listen to the clips. You didn't send me the clips. Well, you should just listen to the clips anyway. Well, I can't listen to clips you don't send me. I'd have to go through the whole episode Car, I'm not, myself. I, I'm too lazy to actually get clips, so I just took the whole thing. Right. <laughs> oh, zombies is a wonderful film where, a, where, there, where there are zombies that and they're beavers and then they turn other people into zombie beavers and they cut out the power lights and chop down the trees to, to damn the roads. It's fantastic. It is movie gold. It is. It's the best. If you've never seen zombie beavers, watch zombie beavers. And I look forward to any sequel. And the guy in the lake gets his foot chopped or, or bitten off by, by the beavers. Yeah. And he doesn't notice. <laughs> do you not he, notice? He gets up on the raft or whatever and he's like, Oh no, my foot's gone. Oh, how inconvenient. <laughs> I didn't notice while in the water. 
I didn't actually suffer that great pain of my foot being chopped off by a zombie. Maybe it's just the adrenaline gear. It's the adrenaline or the zombievers are like super stealth that just chopped it off without them noticing. Possibly. It's enough on zombievers, I suppose. They've got of. massive teeth. Yeah. That's enough of that though. Yeah. Our final highlight, which is the highest of all the highlights. <laughs> yeah, when we tried to play Pokemon cards. <laughs> Uh, around episode 11, I think it was, we tried to play Pokemon cards. As part of an, uh, an idea of a segment that would reoccur that, you know, we'd, we'd play a game on the show. It's called Let's Play. I've still been pitching we do Monopoly, but Ken thinks it would be last, last too long. If you think we should play Monopoly, let us know on Twitter at TWSKK. Uh, Gar, I think that uh, if we ever played Monopoly, it would be the end of the podcast. Yeah. We just fight each other until we hate each other. And then... We no wouldn't even get get to start. We'd fight over who gets to be the dog. <laughs> Clearly, I get to be the dog. I want to be the dog. It's my podcast. But I get to be the dog. But the dog is cool. Who is who looks more like a dog? You are quite shaggy at I'm the moment. I'm quite shaggy. Yeah, there you go. I've got a beard. The dog. The dog is a Yorkie that also has a beard. So, yeah, you know, I'm the dog. What are you, dog? We've got two dogs. We'll just get two sets <laughs> so we can have two dogs. <laughs> and then we'll put the the little hat. Is there a hat in there? I think. Yeah, there's a hat. We'll put the hat on one of the dogs so we can differentiate. That's that's good planning. That's being adult about this game. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, Let's Play was meant to be a recurring segment, but it was... And it might come back. It might come back, but our attempt to play Pokemon cards was so hilariously disastrous that we have not attempted anything since. It would help if we actually knew the rules. <laughs> yeah. Also, when I was coming home for that episode, because I brought my Pokemon cards down here yeah. in a little bag... And a hole broke in the bag and my Pokemon cards fell out. And I was walking, I was walking somewhere the next day. It's just like there was a bunch of Pokemon cards on the side of the road. <laughs> I was desperately picking them up because I was like, they're mine. They're mine. Were they all damaged? Yeah, some got wet. Oh, I know. I don't think it was any like rare ones or anything, but yeah, damaged some Pokemon cards for the sake of the show. So, you know, listen to it, guys or girls. We're not going to spare you any of this. So what I've decided to do is give you that glorious train wreck in its entirety so this is gonna be like a three hour long show <laughs> yeah 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 it's the anniversary but we're worth it exactly so enjoy okay gar let's give this a go do you want to explain the basic rules that we looked at okay <laughs> 30 pages worth I, I've, I've narrowed it down to certain we're going to ignore some rules just for the sake of we're playing this on a podcast and we don't care and we don't want to keep like we don't want this to be a three hour long podcast and we're not going to play a whole game because that would take way too long and i don't really know how to win because there's something about prize cards apparently after you draw your first you're supposed to drop prize cards but i don't know what they do and i don't know how to use them okay. so we're, go we're going to ignore that ignore ignore the rules yep it's like any other thing. You just make up your own rules. It's like that Survivor board game that was unplayable. It's like, ah, oh, we'll cut it down. Yeah. So you draw seven cards from the top of your deck. Okay, let's do it. We're going to do now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Are we allowed to look at them? Yep. Okay. Oh, sweet. Seven. Okay. Okay, I did okay here. I can live with this. The okay. problem is you need energy cards. So every, every Pokemon's move, uh, you need an energy card to actually use. Oh, okay. So, but, but it has to be the appropriate one. Yep. So say I'm, I'm going to tell you a Pokemon I have. Yeah. My Ammonite here has Water Gun, which requires one uh, Water Energy card. Okay. So until you have that Water Energy card, you can't actually use any moves. So you might have a really cool Pokemon, but he just has to stay on the bench because he's unusable because you haven't got an energy card. Yep. Okay. And in theory, uh, you're supposed to evolve your Pokemon. Right. So say if you were to have, say, a, an Ivysaur like I do at the moment. 
I'm telling you all my cards for the sake of explaining the rules to the podcast audience. Ah, so I have the edge now. I'm rooting. Uh, so you're supposed to play Bulbasaur and then evolve him to Ivysaur. How do you how do you evolve him? I think you just wait, play Bulbasaur and wait till you get the Ivysaur, and then you're just like, I'm going to evolve him. So it's just like just like. This is happening right now. Ivysaurs are wild. <laughs> yeah, you're forcing them. You're force force evolving them. But like I thought, I like thought... that episode of Digimon where he forces Agumon to evolve and he turns into an evil monster, even evil skull monster. Okay, we're on Pokemon today. Sorry. Digimon's for another Sorry. day. But like I would have thought you'd have to get a special card to do it or something. I don't think so. I don't think so. There might be. We don't know. Yeah, but there was a thirty page rule book. I wasn't reading the whole thing. <laughs> okay. So well, you start by playing uh, one active card. And then up to five, um, what's the word they use? Uh, bench cards. Okay. So, what a, um, what, 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 what's an active card? That's that's the card you're using currently in battle. You play it face down at first. So okay. we'll say in theory, uh, I'm flipping a coin right now, I won. Um, so yeah. I'll go first. I'll play my active card face okay. down. Okay. And then I'll throw a couple down on the bench. Three. You can play up to five on the bench i don't really know what the bench does yeah I we'll just do three because otherwise we'll be here all day. and i i assume i i couldn't read this in the rules but i, I assume you fill your car hand back up to seven see this yeah. i i didn't understand any of this this is so hard so i so we'll just do one that's my turn and then do they all have to be pokemon in your active one or or your bench or do they can it just be anything i think it has to be pokemon okay. i think you keep like the trainer cards and energy cards in your hand okay i'm doing it just okay. in case you can't hear, I'm doing it right now. And I've got three cards left, so I'll pick up four. So at the end of our each of our turns, we flip our active card and then we start battling. Oh my god, so, so exciting. Okay, I'm going to turn mine. It's a Hitmonchan. Oh my god. Shiny Hunter. Oh, it's those weird shinies. Yeah, yeah the weird you, shinies. You see, if you ever had Pokemon cards, you would have gotten those weird kind of... Uh, they're, they're kind of... Uh, Shiny all over. Yeah, which, which I always assumed were fake. Yeah, they look kind of. They do look kind of fake, but like I don't think we ever bought them from dodgy sources. No, so. I think you ended up just trading them with people. It's like you got like crappy Pokemon cards from abroad that you got off some dodgy vendor, yeah. and you're trying to ship them off on me for my shiny freaking Hitmonchan. By the way, my Hitmonchan is a legit shiny Hitmonchan. Yeah, be, like beat the crap out of that guy. He's 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 hustling us. Yeah, Hitmonchan. Look look at Hitmonchan though. He's so cool looking. He is very cool looking. He's just like, I'm a boxer. So, in theory, we're supposed to have them fight each other, but we have no energy cards, so... Okay. I have um, energy cards. Do you have ones for the right move type? Yes, oh. I do. Oh, my God. You can use hypnosis. <gasps> I'm going to go ahead. Can I use hypnosis? Yes, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and use hypnosis. What does it do? You have to read the card. I'm going to read the card. The defending Pokemon is now asleep. Ooh, my Hitmonchan is asleep. Okay. Um, I'm winning so far. Well, technically, you haven't damaged me. The win conditions are you either take all of your prize cards. I don't know what prize cards are, so we've ruled that one out. Yeah. Uh, knock all of your opponent's in-play Pokemon out. Yep. Or if your opponent's deck has no cards in it at the beginning of his or her turn. That's not going to be a problem. We have a pretty considerable size. Probably like 100 each or something. Yep. These are, this is my private collection of Pokemon cards. Um, I have nothing to do in my turn because I have no energy cards <laughs> so i'm just, I'm just going to shove my mind off to the side and look through my deck for an energy card yeah you see I, I still don't understand how you play this you have to wait until these cards come up so you could like be waiting forever 
Especially if I don't have any, which I might so, not. Like, so there could be like turn after turn of people just doing nothing. This is why I never actually played with them as a kid. I collected them. I need a fighting one because I have a Hitmonchan who's a fighting type. And I have a bunch of water and... and um, what's let, your... let me look through my deck as well just to see what I've got. We're just... Yeah, we're looking through our Pokemon decks. Because... <laughs> I don't understand... I still don't understand how you can play this. Because I have no fighting energy cards. So my Hitmonchan is useless. So does that mean I win by default? I think it might. I found another one of those. Those really, That must be fake. They look fake. Yeah. They're even... Yeah, but they're quite... No, they're not They're not quite the same. Oh, crap. I've dropped my Pokemon cards. <laughs> oh, no. If that happened in a schoolyard, people are like, scramble to <laughs> steal them off of you. <laughs> and that's like... That's not a thing in real life. Because if you drop... Like, it's like if you dropped your iPhone and like all your work colleagues scrambled <laughs> and stole your iPhone. <laughs> well, it's cool, it's, it's mine now. It was on the floor. Therefore, it's mine. See, I have these cool Pokemon on my bench. I have a Mewtwo, an Alakazam, and a Machamp. <gasps> I've got Kadabra. Oh, I, we could evolve them. I think I have an Abra in here, too. Garrett has a cool story. One, I think it was like one of the first packs you ever bought, you got the coveted Mewtwo. I got a Mewtwo. I have a shiny Mewtwo, which knows Psychic and Barrier. Which, back in the day, was like, that was the card to get. If you got that card, you were a made man. Yeah. Machamp is a weird-looking Pokemon. It is. I have four arms. I suppose he's a fighting type, so he can beat and you up. And Roid Rage. Yeah, he's the Roid Rage of the Pokemon. I also have a Haunter, but mine's not, like, dodgy looking. Oh, you get like, you get these trainer cards as well. Yeah, it gives, like, special moves and abilities. Like, this Pokedex allows you to look up, up five cards from your de- top of your deck and rearrange them as you like, so you kind of mm. stack your deck, as it were. If I had this move, I, what I'd be doing currently is legal, because it's yeah. an energy, uh, energy search where you can search your deck for... Like a relevant energy card. Ooh, I found a Lieutenant Surge. Ooh. Yeah, see, that's the reason I never, I, I stopped collecting after that, because, you know, I don't really want Whitney's Mill Tank. That's yeah. not, as, not as cool as Lieutenant Surge's Pikachu, which I have in here somewhere. That's pretty cool. And Dark Gloom. I love that. It's like, guys, we've run out, because this was one of the, only the original 150 were released. Yeah. It's like, guys, we've run out of Pokemon. It's like, why don't we do dark versions of the existing Pokemon? Exactly. It's just like, anything to make money and like but like i remember the excitement of just like get like going to the shop and getting a pack and opening one and back in the day i don't i don't really remember how much they cost um, maybe three or four pounds they're quite expensive now because we were going to buy new ones and unbox them on air but they're 12.99 each and sadly our production but 20 yeah our production budget doesn't stretch that far <laughs> they're cards look at it sandshrew sandshrew didn't cost me that much money Sandshrew is a cute Sand Pokemon. True. I remember that episode where the guy was like undefeated for 99 battles. And it's just like Ash comes along and beats him and ruins his record. Yeah. And he's in, he's in the game as well. What, was that the guy? Oh, he had a Sandshrew, didn't he? He had like a really powerful Sandshrew. Yeah, with, with like a brace on it. Like he was, he was training a Sandshrew to death. The Sandshrew was essentially a slave. So, Gar, we could probably go on all day about this. But because you're powerless, technically I've won. Uh, have you won? Yeah, because you can't attack me and I... I, and you're asleep, therefore I've I, won. I, I've lost because I'm asleep. Uh, uh, I, know what I love? What? The movie cards. Oh, those were cool. Yeah, that was like a main reason to go see the film. I'm going to tell an, an anecdotal story. Go on. Um, for the second movie, they gave away Ancient Me, which I still have, which is awesome. Yeah, it's, it's in here somewhere. For the first movie, I remember buying my tickets in advance because I was so afraid that it was going to sell out. The, these were the concerns of like a 10-year-old child. I was like, I actually walked... To, to the village where we live myself to get the tickets because I was so so paranoid and they were giving away free cards uh, Pokemon cards but only if, when you buy them on the day of, of the film like like they, were, they didn't have the cards in the cinema when 
I went to get my tickets and I found out that they're giving away free cards and I thought I wasn't going to get any. So I cried and cried and cried <laughs> until the girl gave me Pokemon cards out of pity. And she gave me more than one. The poor people in the cinema, they were just like, oh, oh the, the annoying child is crying until he gets what he likes. Luckily, back in that day, they actually had an enclosed box office because they probably would have been ripped apart otherwise. Yep. Because I have the, the Pikachu card from the films right in front of me and he looks oddly fat. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the have you ever seen like the gifts of the pikachu in the game yeah who the pikachu has lost weight as the games went on yeah and uh snorlax if if you look at the sprites from snorlax from general the first generation of pokemon to the current one yeah he's slowly waking up that's that's clever yeah each each successive generation he's more awake than the last one so pikachu through the years has bowed to the pressures of show business and mm. become anorectic shoved his tail down his throat to throw up his berries Pika! <laughs> yeah. Pika! That, that weird brown pokemon food that brock used to make clearly horrible yeah so the moral of the story is i've won pokemon and we're back let's face it car we've had some pretty stellar moments in our first year behind the microphone we're the best is there any other moments that stand out in your mind i don't know isn't that the best five I know, but I was just trying to say if I was trying to include you, Gary, and see if there's anything else that that you're to say. Podcast today, you could talk about that. I think I got I'm trying enough, to be nice to you. I've gotten enough podcast today plugs in. <laughs> I've reached the threshold of podcast today plugs you will tolerate. <laughs> yeah, I think we've had a lot of milestones, but I think our low point was when we started podcast today. That's just my opinion. It's quantity over quality podcasting. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why we had a week of X Men. Hey, the X Men week was good one of the episodes has three listens hey shut up yesterday has the most listens of any show in the history of podcast today so suck it and more of any weekend show in like three months so double suck it ken <sighs> podcast today is gonna be what drives us apart <laughs> podcast today is cancelled that's uh that's our official birthday announcement podcast today is cancelled yeah what are your favorite weekend show moments if you have any and we sincerely hope you do <laughs> at least a couple <laughs> hit us up on twitter or facebook just search TWSKK. If we don't hear from you, we will assume it's because that there's simply far too many moments to be contained in 140 characters or just a, a mere Facebook post. Stick around for details on next week's show after our final word from our loyal announcer, Robert, or, or Bruce, Bruce, or whatever. Richard. Take it away, my friend. You're listening to the Weekend Show Podcast with Ken Kidney. Download a new episode every Saturday at soundcloud.com slash TWSKK or find us on iTunes. Okay, Weekenders, that's all she wrote for our anniversary episode. Thank you if you have ever taken the time to click play or download on any of our podcasts. We really do appreciate it more than you know. You can normally find a new episode every Saturday at soundcloud.com forward slash TWSKK. I love the way you put normally in italics on the script because it's like, normally. Yeah, <laughs> rule of thumb that we don't usually follow. Also, make sure to check in daily for new episodes of Podcast Today starring our very own Garrett. That's me. It's a really neat little show where Garrett attempts to talk about a different topic every day. So make sure to check it out if you haven't already had the pleasure. If you want a big E3 preview with Tanner, who's lovely enough to come on the show for the third time, yeah, yeah check that out. Check it out. It's really good. It's, uh, it's A lot of people have listened to it, so we know that it's, uh, it's top quality. It's also recorded in stereo, Ken. So if you listen Whoa. to it in earphones, it's like we're on either side of you talking to each ear. So that's, uh, I may never do that again. But that's figured, a creepy little detail for you. Yeah, I figured I'd do it for one episode to see how it sounds. So you've had your plug now, girl, so you can pay me afterwards. Okay. Make sure to bookmark the link or subscribe on iTunes so you never miss any of the podcasts on the TWS network. Speaking of which, if you love the show and just can't keep it to yourself, 
you can certainly write us a review on iTunes. That is your right, and we will not stop you. And please give it a positive review. I think we mention this every time we plug it the iTunes yeah. review. Uh, you can keep any negative reviews to yourself, negative Nellies. Yeah, there, John Oliver set up a, a shouting into the void website where you just type something you dislike and it kind of disappears into the void. If you have a negative review, do that. Yeah. If you want to continue this trip down memory lane, you can relive snippets of our best bits on YouTube. Just search TWSKK. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TWSKK. And uh, where can they find us on Twitter? I've forgotten. At TWSKK. Next week, we will be putting our knowledge to the test in a new segment called We Quiz. Woo. We do love a good quiz and it should be a fun time, so tune in and uh, test that big brain of yours. It's also a callback to our very first episode where there was a quiz that was a disaster. Hopefully yeah, this which one will was be better. Cut and never saw the light of day again. We were brought to you this week by our sponsor, Zombievers 2, Resurrection of the Damned. <laughs> very good, yeah. Damned. Is that actually a film? No. That's pretty good. I came up with that. Yeah. I do good scripts sometimes. Our theme music is by the very talented Mr. John. And until next time, say goodbye, Gar. Bye-bye. Take it easy, everybody.